Hello friends, how are you? We hope that your week has been great and that you are looking forward to your weekend. We are Nathaniel and Amy White with The Homemade Family. Just a reminder, you can catch all of our past episodes on our website at www.ithehomemadefamily.com. Not I, I just did that wrong. www.thehomemadefamily.com. You can search us on YouTube. Just search for The Homemade Family, Nathaniel and Amy White, or anywhere podcasts are found. Again, search for The Homemade Family, Nathaniel and Amy White, or Insight Now. And with that, we are going to jump into today's topic, which is... Punishment versus discipline. Right? A happy topic. We actually had an interesting scenario this past week that got us talking a lot about the difference between discipline and punishment. And so we decided to have a conversation about that today. Yeah, this actually is a really, really important conversation to have um, because I, I literally this will shape your entire way of looking at life and the world around you. And Ultimately, it will be a conversation that gives you an incredible amount of hope for your future, for your kids' future, and it'll equip you to actually uh, bring a positive future um, and make it a reality. Yep. So a little intro story. Uh, I was jogging this past summer and um, we have a huge hill out by our house. Like you go down on the way out, you know, when you have the most energy and when you come back, it is like straight uphill for three, probably quarters, of three quarters of a mile. And it's like you go uphill and it's not as steep, but then you turn and there's this little very, very steep uphill. <laughs> And as I was jogging, I was like, oh my gosh, why do I do this to myself? This is so much work and it's so painful. And um, it got me thinking about discipline a little bit and how I really honestly don't enjoy sometimes. I mean, I love being outside and jogging and exercise, but the truth is I don't really enjoy, enjoy it. Um, but I do it because it's beneficial to my health. It builds long life. It strengthens me. It gives me all sorts of benefits to my physical body. And I started thinking about discipline and how I don't really enjoy disciplining my kids all that much. Truthfully, it would be so much easier if one, they just obeyed or two, you know, it's like, I got other things to do. I don't need to micromanage you all the time. But but I choose to discipline, not because it's enjoyable for me, but I choose to discipline because I know there's good fruit that comes from it. And it actually helps to strengthen my kids and build their character and do good things. And so I was just pondering this discipline and disciplining our kids. <laughs> yeah. So um, the thing about this conversation about discipline is that it's honestly one that it I feel like there are a lot of voices on this topic, but at the same time, ironically, that there's not a whole lot of conversation about this topic because um, when most modern voices are talking about discipline, it, it they basically just immediately equate discipline with punishment. And for most of us, punishment is close enough to abuse that like all three of those just kind of get lumped in together. And so, kind of this is my perception of the majority of modern voices that I've heard, even in the Christian community, 
when it comes to discipline is that basically there is no good form of discipline. It's all abuse. And the, the, the suggestion or the focus then is all about uh, the autonomy of your kids and empower, and, and they use language like empowering your kids to be powerful decision makers and things like that. But oftentimes the, what it ends up looking like in practice is basically it ends up forcing a greater level of responsibility and decision-making onto kids long before they're actually ready to carry that full time. Like are little kids able to make certain choices? Yes. Should they be making all of their choices? No, certainly not without some, some training in character and wisdom so that the choices they make will actually be good and beneficial for their life. Right. Yeah. So we are going to kind of look at what the difference between discipline and punishment is. And we're not just talking about spankings here because truthfully there are like, you can punish somebody with your voice. <laughs> you can yeah. punish somebody with timeout or, you know, any of your methods of, of discipline or punishment. And so we need to, um, just begin to make some definition here around what is discipline and what is punishment and how do we keep discipline because discipline is what is healthy and punishment isn't. <laughs> right. So, so let's just start with some basic points to differentiate between discipline and punishment. Um, first of all, discipline, the purpose of discipline is to create the character and right living of the person who's receiving the discipline Whereas punishment really is much more about satisfying your own anger or wrath. Um, so there's so many different things of that. We're going to get into the practical keys of that in, in kind of towards the end of this conversation. So if, if anything of these bigger general statements kind of grabs onto you, like, well, just hang on to the end because we'll give you the more of the practical keys of what does this look like in the daily grind of parenting. Um, but again, just the, the heart of discipline is to create character um, and right living in the person receiving the discipline. Whereas punishment is, it's reactive. It's uh, responding to your own anger and trying to satisfy your anger, your wrath. You did something wrong. And so there's, there's I'm coming down on you for that. Um, punishment benefits you and harms the other person. But discipline is done for the other person's benefit. Punishment satisfies something in the punisher, but discipline is often hard for the punisher. And you were saying something as we were talking about this beforehand about how really that's one of the signs that you're actually disciplining and not punishing is that it's hard for you. That it becomes a place of work and structure and you know even ignoring something can be a form of punishment or abuse like if you actually just ignore the behaviors in your child and then those behaviors um, cause them to have a, a unsuccessful life growing up then that can actually be a form of punishment and abuse because you didn't do your job as a parent to actually train them into right living yeah. <laughs> you know i know a lot of times um <clears throat> you know, it's like, it takes time and effort to actually enter into discipline and correction and keeping your child going on the right path. And so uh, oftentimes it's not easy. It's not easy. Sometimes it's just easier to punish a kid because you do it, it's over, you're done, whatever. Um, 
but but discipline actually takes time and effort and energy and yeah. can be a little harder. So and and speaking from experience, there have definitely been plenty of times where we've where where we did what we normally do for discipline, but it definitely crossed over into that like we're satisfying anger or wrath, or we didn't we didn't take the time to calm down that we should have, or whatever it was. Um, and I can tell you, it actually takes a lot more time to punish your kids because of the mess that it creates. And now you've got apologies and you've got repentance and you've got the, the work it takes to rebuild trust and, and all of the things that you need to do to clean up the mess you made in your kid's heart. Um, that actually takes more time than if you just stay intentional, stay focused, stay uh, you know, in, in the process of actual discipline. Yeah. And I think we might've already said this, but just to be clear, we're going to talk about the differences between punishment and discipline and what makes one punishment and what makes one discipline. And then at the end, we're going to go through and, um, kind of help like, Hey, if you feel like you've been in punishment mode, here's some things that can really help you define like this is discipline. And so we need to engage in discipline. Yeah. Okay. So the second thing is that punishment is punishment or abuse really is a method of control to get a behavior that you want to get. Um, discipline, however, addresses the will to produce the character that you want because character actually drives behavior. And character also outlasts your kids' time under your roof. But if you punish your kids for behavior, you're likely to see that they are going to radically change as soon as they move out. As soon as that external control of just behaviors yeah. lifts from them, they go crazy. But if it's truly character, then it becomes their own and it will last when they are making their own choices outside of your daily influence. Yeah. So that's something to just really keep in mind mm -hmm. as you're parenting your kids is just remembering you're not always going to have them under your roof. And I, I hear so many parents who are like, oh, praise God that my kids will leave someday, you know. Um, but, you know, I, I want to try to help us turn our hearts towards our kids to really treasure the opportunity that we have to influence somebody's life. Like, is there a greater honor or opportunity that any of us ever get in life is to actually make a positive difference in somebody else's life. I don't think there's something better that God gives us than that. Um, and, uh, and certainly when we stand before him, he's not going to care as much about, you know, the business we built or the hobbies we got really good at, you know, he's going to care much more about the impact we made in somebody's life, especially in our own kids. And so just turning our heart towards our kids and saying, I have these, 20 years, give or take, to really make a, a serious difference in their life while they're under my roof. And it can be so tempting um, out of the fear of what are they going to do when, when I don't have this input into their life. It can be really tempting to really crank down and control every decision that they make or the things that, that look like character. But if it does end up crossing that line into being controlling or manipulative or fear-based or um, reactive, those kinds of things, then we have seen this time and time again where kids get out of, out of uh, the house and immediately as soon as there's nothing uh, controlling them externally, then yeah, 
all of a sudden they're they're drinking and over drinking they're they're sleeping around they're experimenting on all of these things that they've never had permission to do not that they have permission to do that in our house but but there's so much more training going on for why not drunkenness why not drugs why not sleeping around um what's the wisdom of it you know um and and we can have these conversations because of the discipline that took place that trained them to listen to our voice. So, yep. Another difference is that punishment harms, um, but discipline strengthens <clears throat> and grows. Punishment often causes pain that can cause harm. Now, you guys, I'm not talking about just spanking. You can do this with your words. You can do this with neglect. You can do this um, with other control mechanisms, taking, you know, certain freedoms away from their kids, things like that. But punishment is really about creating a pain or a fear that causes, again, them to come into alignment and therefore it causes harm um, to somebody. However, um, discipline at its core will actually strengthen your child. It will cause them to grow in confidence and um, it, it, it strengthens them in confidence and security and knowing who they are and who and what to expect. And it changes them from the inside without using um, pain or manipulation. Well, with, it does use pain. It does sometimes, use pain. But the pain is meant to strengthen them and to give them confidence to grow. And it's not a pain that causes them to fear and just put boundaries and control control mechanisms on. Yeah. So, I mean, just like some clarity around that, it does involve pain. I mean, it, it, it involves discomfort. Certainly mm -hmm. it involves discomfort. If you have a confrontational conversation with someone, not very many people enjoy that kind of thing unless they've been trained to understand the fruit that it brings and, and they can have vision for what comes, what good comes on the other side of that. Um, this past weekend, actually most of this week, I've been out of town. Uh, I was at a ski retreat, men's retreat. We were on a ski at a ski resort on a mountain in North Idaho. It was totally, to so totally beautiful. That's what I was trying to say. Um, and it was, I've never been skiing before. It was hard to discipline myself into the right body posture and positions to successfully navigate my way through turns and twists and overcoming old habits from years ago when I was in gymnastics and I had a dominant leg that wanted to help. And I, I, I had to work hard at doing the right thing. And, and there was actually some level of pain and discomfort involved in that. But you know what it did was it kept me from falling down the mountain <laughs> and that was a worse pain, right. <laughs> you know? So that's the whole thing of discipline is there there is a way of living that God designed us to live and there is discomfort and pain in learning to restrain yourself to that way of living but it prevents greater pain from entering our lives yeah um just another quick example of that is pain using um pain to get what you want you know that can be emotional pain or emotional manipulation that that you know you only get love if you do these things and right. so it's actually hurting and causing pain that way or you are getting smacked or hit because you've done something that you shouldn't do and that causes pain that causes fear to not do those things anymore because you don't want to get hit from that or hurt from that 
there is good pain in discipline, like um, when we exercise and we know that it's somewhat painful or even stretching our muscles can sometimes be painful. But the benefit is that it's actually creating a strength in us, not a brokenness in us. Right. Um, There's so good pain and bad pain. There is not, pain not all pain, pain is harmful <laughs> and not all painlessness is. And sometimes painlessness is harmful. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. So, if, if you're numb, if you have numbness, that's not a good thing. You're supposed to have feeling. Yes. Yes. Okay. So, um, so relationally punishment breaks trust and relationship, but discipline actually grows connection and it grows relationship because this is one of the keys that we'll give here in just a minute, but discipline is consistent. And it, or it doesn't work. And consistency builds trust. It builds reliability. They know what they can expect. And so if, if we are disciplining our kids, it actually grows connections and makes relationships safe. Right. One of the things that I just want to throw in here really quick, because I, I do want to give good plenty of time to talk through the, uh, some of the, the practical keys, but I just want to toss this out there. Um, when it comes to the modern mindset towards discipline that, that really it's like, okay, it's positive reinforcement and it's, uh, it, it's only the positive guidance and the positive guidance and the positive guidance and, and never actually a real correction. Never some, some experts actually say never to tell your kids no. And, um, and so in scripture, um, the spirit of the antichrist is called the spirit of lawlessness. Like there is no right, there is no wrong, there is no good, there is no bad, there's no law, it's just all permissiveness. And that's actually the antichrist spirit. And in the New Testament, that's always in contrast with the spirit of adoption that makes us sons and daughters of God. And, and Hebrews 12 makes it really clear, if we are legitimate children of God, he is going to discipline us. And at times that isn't going to be comfortable, but we're going to be thankful for it when we experience the fruit of it in our lives. And, and that's the thing that, that we need to know and understand as parents that we, we are passionate about actually giving our kids the best. That's what love does. In love, we want to give our kids the best, and we have to understand that that means we're going to give them boundaries. Um, so what, what discipline does is discipline enforces boundaries, and boundaries help strengthen our identity. And any identity that you have, how you see yourself, is going to determine some of your behavior, and it's going to influence the choices that you make. And so I, us giving discipline to our kids enforces boundaries that we give our kids, which strengthens the identity and their sense of identity. And so all of that works together to build confidence, security, strength, and an ability to go out and actually be who God made them to be in the world. Yeah. Okay, some keys about discipline that we are going to go ahead and look at here. Um, first of all, discipline is proactive, it's not reactive. Oftentimes punishment is reactive. You made me mad. So now this is what's going to happen. I've just about had enough. Right. And then you explode. 
However, proactive is, hey, I know where the line is. I've defined the line. You know where the line is and you've crossed it. So discipline really is setting up boundaries beforehand. The kids know what they are. They know what to expect. And it and every time that they cross this line, it is the same thing. You know, when our when I used to have horses, you know, we have an electric fence around the outside of their, I mean, they have to stay within the electric fence. They know where the boundary is. They can see it. We tie little flags on it. They are not unaware where the boundary is. And you know what? Sometimes they still choose to try to stick their head through the fence and they get zapped. <laughs> but it's always the it's consistent and they know where the boundary is. And they know that this the, that the discipline is going to be the same every time they cross that boundary. <laughs> yeah. And that's the that's the thing. Um, if, if your kids, this goes into our next point, it's consistent or it doesn't work. And, um, and that means that the rules can't change from day to day, you know, so this is being proactive. I'm going to define very clearly, this is the line and, and you pick your battles. Not everything needs to be a line. Um, you pick your battles, but I'm going to define it. This is the battle I'm fighting. This is the boundary. It's very specific so that you can know when you're crossing it, your will is engaged in putting your toe over the line. Mm -hmm. And then I need to be disciplined enough to enforce the boundary so that you know th that I mean my, that my words mean mm -hmm. something. Yeah. And, and being proactive also, we don't wait for the kid to cross the line a hundred times before we finally right. enforce it. Um, it needs to be known and followed through that this happens the first time, not the fifth or sixth time. That way, parents are enforcing the discipline before parents lose their cool that right. their kid has now violated the boundary a hundred times. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't do a whole lot of good if you really clearly define a boundary, but then you wait until they have crossed it and 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 crossed it. Oh my gosh, would you stop? You know, whatever. Like that's where, again, it stops being discipline and it goes towards being punishment because it, I am only enforcing my boundary out of an, an emotional drive. And now it's about me instead of about your good. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Um, and then we place ourselves under the um, the same standard as well. So if we are making boundaries for the kids, like, hey, no hitting, <laughs> you know, then we can't discipline through hitting, you know, um, if we make a rule about, you know, no sass talking people, you know, then we can't talk all sassy and mean, like we can't cross the same line in our discipline that they are crossing. One of us needs to be sure to uh, be the parent in this case. <laughs> right. Yeah. And so in that way, that also be, is in, develops an incredible strength in your home because you are actually raising them now instead of the modern mindset where like we're all equals and uh, it, you know, it's like, I'm, I'm your, I'm your buddy. I'm your friend. I'm your cheerleader. It's like, no, I'm your parent. And it's my job to raise you, which means I have to be above you in some sense. And even if that just means I'm farther down the road than you are, and I can guide you to where I am, you know, there has to be some level of that mindset and understanding and honor for ourselves as parents and the role that we have and honor for the kids for who we are and the role that we have 
so that they can actually receive the benefit of that. Um, yeah. So when our discipline is actually very consistent in this way that we've just talked about, it actually gives legitimate structure and confidence to our kids' lives. They actually thrive knowing where the boundaries are. It's true. And that actually gives them confidence. And you know what? Sometimes your kids will on purpose test a boundary to make sure that it's still still safe. You yeah. know, um, I have sleepovers with my kids. Nathaniel was just gone and I had each of the kids sleep in the bed. And I've done this before. And when they didn't know where the edge of the bed was, it was like they would sprawl subconsciously over every square inch of the bed and, you know, smack and kick me all night long because they don't know where the edge of the bed is. But then I learned if I put um, a, a side rail up, the kids in their mind subconsciously, now they know where the edge of the bed is and they sleep actually much better. It's the same in our home. And when they know where the boundary is, it actually brings a confidence that allows them to, to live in a right direction without having to wonder, is this or isn't this allowed? Yeah. Dave Champion gives us a couple of smiles and a pow. Hi, Dave. Wow. Thanks uh, for joining us. And I'm so glad for all the fun that you guys had out in Idaho with Nathaniel and Nehemiah. Thank you for that. That was amazing. Mm -hmm. um, so um, some of that consistency of boundaries and structure and things like that, um, and just the, the level of confidence that that gives to our kids, consider the opposite of that. You know, if your boundaries are inconsistent and they're just dependent on how you're feeling that day, you know, you know yourself you have good days you have bad days you have on days you have off days and and i know for myself like there are times when uh, my four boys and their craziness at bedtime i i like i've already had enough before mm -hmm. i even go upstairs to join them for bedtime and there are days where i don't even notice it and so if if my discipline is depending on uh, you know, varies depending on how I'm feeling, then there's days where I'm flying off the handle, where I'm smacking people, where I'm yelling at people, where I'm saying hurtful things to people. And then there's days where they do the same stuff and I don't, I, I just ignore it. I might not even notice it. Um, and how inconsistent and insecure would that make them? And they don't know when, when, it, they're going to get hit. They don't know when they're going to get yelled at. They don't know when they're crossing a line. They don't, they, they have no ability to know or predict when all of a sudden pain is going to come their way. And, and that is, that is a scary place to be. And obviously then as parents, that's not what we want. So what we need to do instead is again, clearly define the boundaries and uphold them vigilantly, even though that's hard. <laughs> And then I have to give this one little asterisk because Nathaniel was talking as me, you know, smacking. He's I've no, never done it. Our kids have never, ever, ever been smacked. No. <laughs> Except We're... maybe by each other once in a while. And then that gets disciplined. However, right. yeah. nobody's ever been smacked in our home. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I, the reason that I said Just that was because we're talking about like punishment and abuse, right. you know, and so no. whatever. Yeah. That's anyway, fine. that's fine. I just wanted to make that clear on here. Okay. Um, Appreciate that. 
And then <coughs> discipline always takes into account your relationship with your kids. Discipline always leaves our kids in a better place <clears throat> than they started with. I tell you, oh, um, this is so true. Like punishment, when you punish a child, it's like you just react and you, you know, sometimes like even sending them to their room, like in a moment of like, I'm so mad, just get away from me. You know, it doesn't, like it can feel like rejection. It doesn't restore where um, when we come to discipline, we're like, hey, you know what? This boundary was broken. And now that's creating some friction in our relationship because, you know, you did this and you know that you did this. And <laughs> and here's what we need to do to restore this and make it right. And so um, I, I don't ever like to talk about discipline without talking about relationship because you can never discipline your child like into being a good person if you haven't also cultivated the relationship and the trust and the 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 good feelings too. I don't want to say friendship, even though it is like friendship. We have friendship with our kids, um, but you develop that connection and good relationship, and then you can discipline easily from that place. And so, discipline always takes into the account the relationship and the restoration of the relationship. Yeah, because discipline and boundaries are actually really about guarding relationship. It's guarding the the person's relationship with other people. It's guarding the relationship with you. And honestly, it's guarding their relationship with themselves and God. And so yeah. discipline is about guarding the relationships. That's really good. Mm -hmm. um, it's ideally, uh, yeah. So restoration, I just, what that looks like for us is when we engage in discipline with our kids, at some point there's, it always ends with, us having them clearly state, this is what I did. I'm sorry, please forgive me. And us saying back to them, I forgive you. And there being hugs, there being sometimes even blessings declared over them. Like, hey, I bless you. You are such an amazing young man. You are such an amazing young woman. This is what I see on your life. This is the good things that I see you contribute to this family every day. I'm so glad I get to be your dad. I'm so proud of you. You know, whatever. We we heap the blessings and we uh, we we show that there's rest restoration in the relationship. Sometimes as kids, like little little kids, there would even be, you know, uh, maybe something like uh, some kind of treat afterwards, like hey, let's go give you a candy cane or whatever. I don't know mm -hmm. something that that literally would give them a. a a good taste from the um, the encounter that they'd had with us. Yeah, in um, restoration forgiveness, one more word on that. If their violation is against somebody else in the home, we also make them go um, have restoration and forgiveness of that relationship. Yes. And if the violation ends up like hurting themselves even, then we will have them, you know, forgive themselves or declare a blessing over themselves or declare a truth about who they are over themselves. Right. So it's always about leaving them in a better place with um, with restored relationship, because really that's what discipline we're looking for. Again, that character, that um, self ownership, taking personal responsibility and then knowing how to restore relationship, because that's what yeah. it's about. OK, all of those things. Build the skills that your kids are going to need for their entire life. Because guess what? Life involves relationships. And 
And, uh, and so, I mean, this is going to train them for their own parenting. It's going to make them good employees. It's going to make them better employers. All of these skills they're learning underneath your roof as you just discipline and give them structure and teach them how to honor the people around them and love well. It's really good. Excellent. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. We hope that you like that. If you did, give it a like, give it a share, and uh, join us again next week for more. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.